Keep pounding isn't just a slogan, it's a way of life. Ice up, son, ice up. They want to be the very best that they can be in everything that they do. I think when you have that mentality in the locker room, you can be special. When you have it with your coaching staff, you can be really good. And when it starts with your owner and it starts with your GM, you can be memorable. If I'm moving someplace and we're doing this in Carolina, the first thing I care about is winning. The second thing I care about is winning. And the third thing I care about is you guys are smart. So you, you win a lot of ways. And I don't like to lose it anyway. What is up? Panther fans, we are 2-0, coming off a win over the worst franchise in the entire NFL, the New Orleans Saints, our division rival, the team I hate the most in the entire NFL. It's a good, great day. The Panthers get a 26-7 victory over the New Orleans Saints. I'm with my guy, Wes, and... We are happy. Wes, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? Uh, that was a fun football game to watch. Any Anytime I can watch the Saints look absolutely terrible, that's that's a win in itself. But when it's against us, that's just even better. Jameis did not look like the quarterback that he was last week. And, and I think coming out of last week, when you, the their win was a little deceiving. Jameis only had 150 yards. It was just five touchdowns. The Packers were just that bad. They were able to run the ball on them. They were certainly not able to run the ball against us. Uh, that that was just an absolute rout. And twenty six to seven doesn't do how ugly that game was justice, in my opinion. Brother, I have never been. I I, I don't want to say never. Okay, let me let me quantify that. I have not been this happy about a Panthers win in close to five years. Since the 2015 season, have I been this happy? I bet our Panthers win. You completely dominate the New Orleans Saints, a division rival, on both sides of the ball. Just completely fucking smack them in the mouth on both sides of the ball. And, yeah, I mean, I'm complete. I, I, I was kind of iffy about last week, but coming in this week, I was – you know, we have to – We, I told Matt Rule to prove it to me this week. I told Joe Brady, prove it to me this week. And I feel like they did all of that. And I couldn't be more happy. I mean, this was a huge win for the Panthers in the division. We're 2-0, and and this was amazing. So, it was a great day for Panthers fans. And early reactions – Offense, Sam Darnold, I'm just going to read you a stat line. Sam Darnold, 26 of 38 for 305 yards, two touchdowns, one bullshit-ass interception. That was really bad. I have to admit, that was a bad that – was bad. A That was a fumble, too. That was an interception. That was yeah, – I don't know. I, it, it was a tough play. 
And I don't know what Sam was doing, but, you know, it is what it is. And we got the dub, man. We got the dub. So couldn't be more happy coming into this podcast. So, I mean, I don't even know what to say other than fuck the Saints. Yeah, I mean, I think this game did a lot for, for me, for Rule. I think it, it was almost kind of, this year, too, is, is prove it time. And I did I, I was not impressed in week one. Um, and, and to be honest with you, Phil Snow is a wizard. Um, that's, that's my analysis on him. Um, I, if I have one gripe from the game before we, before we dive into it a little bit more, it's still the red zone offense. Um, I, I still don't love the play calling down there. So that's something And the, the percentage definitely was better this week. Um, but one of those was from the 20, so I'm, I, I barely count that as 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 a red zone touchdown because the, the struggles really start inside the 10. It's not it's not inside the 20 where we have those those play calling struggles. It's just like we get inside the 10 and and Joe Brady just decides that our offensive line can go toe to toe in the trenches with anybody. And he just runs McCaffrey into the backs of the offensive line three times in a row. And right. the, no, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you 1,000%. I thought the offensive play calling in the red zone was much better this week. We still had those echoes of lining up and just trying to bull our way into the end zone. And I don't like that because we can't. Uh, Our offensive line can't do that. Cam Irving can't do that. Brady Christensen. What's up, everybody? We had a little bit of a technical difficulty, so – uh, it's Wes here solo for the last little bit, just to recap what happened in the game. So Corey and I were talking before we, before the technical difficulties started, we had um, been talking about the red zone efficiency and, and kind of the issues with that I had with, with the play calling in the red zone. And, and while it's improved and the red zone percentage, red zone percentage definitely went up this week. It's, it's still a problem. Um, the, just trying to, cram all 11 guys in the box and and just cram it down the defense's throat when we don't have an offensive line built to do that. So it's definitely um, definitely an issue, and, and I'd like to see some improvement there in, in the play calling. But overall, there's not too much to complain about when you when you go in, go into a game against New Orleans, your, your biggest division, one of your biggest division rivals, if not your biggest, and, and you come out 26-7 in a pretty lopsided victory. Um, one thing that that we did talk about last week that that kind of was an issue again this week was McCaffrey's target share or, or touches, sorry, and and he had 29 touches and he also had one extra target that would have made 30 touches this week, and he had to go into the locker room in the second half and get an IV during the game, so that that he missed a full drive because of that, and and Chuba played a little bit more in the second half than than typical. And he still had those 29 touches. So that's that's a concern for, for McCaffrey's durability going forward. Just you don't want to burn him out. We not only for this season, but for the rest of his career, because he's a special player and we want to be able to use him. Um, DJ Moore had 11 targets, eight receptions, 79 yards, and, and he got that touchdown. So that was that was huge to see them use DJ in the red zone. Um, that was one of the red zone play calls that we we really love. We talked about in the group message. Um, they spread out. They went empty 
and had DJ on the slant and perfect ball by, by Sam. Um, Brandon Silstra had uh, an increased target share this week. He had three targets, three catches, 44 yards and a touchdown. So that was an interesting development with Terrace's target share going down, three targets, three receptions. And uh, then the rest of the target share, like I said, McCaffrey had six targets for five yards. Arnold had four targets, three catches, 55 yards. Robbie Anderson's target share up to six this week, but only three catches, 38 yards. They took several deep shots with him, so that was good to see. And then Ian Thomas with two targets for one catch, seven yards. So overall with the offense, the offensive line struggled a bit with injuries and really just some poor play. Dennis Daly did not look good um, when he came in for Elfline. And then when Brady came in for Daly's slightly tweak or whatever he did, Brady Christensen did not um, look great either at guard. So be interesting to see how that plays out moving forward with the um, offensive line and, and, and what they decide to do. Maybe because of that, they finally decide to leave Deontay Brown active for a game and, and get him some reps. So overall, offense looked really good. Sam looked really good. And uh, love to see that carry over into Thursday night against Houston. So moving on to the other side of the ball, the defensive front looked incredible today. They had four sacks on 11 QB hits. So that moves us up to 10 sacks on 21 QB hits for the year. That is elite production. Hassan Reddick had one and a half sacks again this week. Morgan Fox had half a sack. Brian Burns had a sack. So that's your four. Justin Burris led the team in tackles five total. So nobody really ran away with tackles this year, this week. So Overall, this defense looked incredible. They held Alvin Kamara to eight carries for five yards with his long being five. So the, the other seven carries were for zero yards. Uh, J- Jameis Winston was the leading rusher for the team. Three carries, 19 yards with a touchdown. And then as far as targets for their offense and, and receiving yards, little Jordan Humphrey led them one catch, 27 yards. And after that, it really... It was Kamara with four catches for 25, Juwan Johnson one for 23. Um, So overall, very little offensive production for for the Saints. 149 total yards, which is 159 total yards, sorry. Which is, I believe they said the least in 20 years for the Saints. So overall, a very exciting game and hopefully we'll... uh, carried that over into Thursday night. Thanks everyone for tuning in.